He could have talked to his mother, but she had left over a year ago. He remembered her smell better than her face. He had a photograph hidden away from his father. He looked at it from time to time so as not to forget what she looked like. One day, she put on her hat and coat and disappeared out the door. She got tired of being told to shut up and vanished. Bullet missed her, but he had champ. Do I have a stupid face? Champ asked him one night. You have a beautiful face, Bullet said. What makes you think it's stupid? I don't look like a dog. I look like a clock. That's not true. It is true. Stop trying to protect me. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me, Bullet sang out. It was an old saying, but it was also a lie. Names did hurt, worse than knives sometimes. Bullet now understood that animals were sensitive too. No one was going to call his dog three o'clock and get away with it. Chapter Two Dizzy and Oxo were in charge of finding the wood to make the boat. Bullet was in charge of designing it. They came up with the idea when they were messing in town one day. They were crossing the Matt Talbot Bridge when they saw a tall ship with a big white sail. Bullet stopped and stared at it like he had had a vision. There it is, he said. I'm going to build a ship. The boys were dreamers. They made plans all the time and nothing came of them. The ship was different. It was simple. Wood floated on water. You didn't have to do anything with it. A few planks stuck together and you had something. A white sheet for a sail and you didn't need an engine. The wind was your power and it was free. Simple, like all great ideas. Bullet gave his instructions like any good captain would. You get the wood, Dizzy, he said, and don't fall asleep on the job. It was a dig at Dizzy because of the time he fainted in school and they couldn't wake him up. He had fainted on purpose. Most schoolboys knew that if you put blotting paper in your shoes, it was supposed to make you light-headed. When they took off Dizzy's shoes and socks, they found loads of blotting paper. The teacher himself nearly fainted with the stink off it. Dizzy had been wearing the blotting paper for two weeks non-stop. It was stuck to his skin like super glue. He had to go to hospital to have it removed. When he came back to school a week later, everyone called him Dizzy. And just like the blotting paper, it stuck. I only fainted once in my life, I'll have you know, Dizzy barked back at Bullet, slightly hurt. It doesn't mean you won't faint again, Oxo said, smiling from ear to ear. He loved slagging Dizzy, especially when he had Bullet's approval. Where am I going to get the wood to build a ship? Dizzy asked. You're going to beg, borrow and steal it, Bullet replied. What's my job going to be? Oxo asked. Can I take charge of getting the food? Food was Oxo's favourite subject. He always thought about his belly first and everything else second. Oxo loved everything that went into his mouth. He had yet to discover a food he didn't love. One day, for a dare, he crumbled an oxo cube and ate it without taking any water. 
He was known as Oxo after that. You're going to get the sale, Bullet told him. Where am I going to get the sale? Oxo said. You're going to get it off your old fella's bed, Bullet said. My old fella doesn't have a sheet. He sleeps on the couch most nights. Then rob it off a clothesline when no one is watching, Bullet said. It was an idea that silenced Oxo, a rare event. Bullet looked back to the tall ship bobbing on the river. A lot of planks made up that ship, he thought, and a lot of sheets too. It would take them a million years to gather up the wood for a ship that size. Maybe they should be thinking about a boat instead. A boat was only half the size of a ship. They split up and went looking in different parts of the city. Oxo saw three yellow sheets in a garden. He hopped the wall and grabbed them. The boys had arranged to meet.